This week on the Frisco Podcast, we're joined by Carolyn Chenoweth from Two Men in a Truck, who's going to tell us how to take the stress out of our next move. All right, Carolyn, welcome to the Frisco Podcast. It's good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. So you are the... Make sure I get this right. You're the marketing manager for Two Men in a Truck? Yes, for all of the Dallas area locations. Okay. And I know when Wendy and I were reaching out and getting ready to make our move uh, at the beginning of the summer, uh, we connected with you guys. Your guys took exceptionally good care of us. We were super happy with the results. Yeah, it was a great move. Very easy on us. Um, at least that part of it, you know, moving in general can be kind of stressful, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you guys were not a part of the stress at all. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, we were, we're very pleased. So on that note, tell us a little bit more about two men in a truck, maybe how, how you guys got started. I know um, you're all over the country and how did you come to, to be with the company? Sure. Well, two men in a truck is a um, international franchise. Um, a lot of people think it started in their city or state, which is great because we love that hometown feel. Um, it actually started in Lansing, Michigan about 33 years ago now. started as a way for uh, a, a mom for her two sons to make some extra money. She bought them a pickup truck and said, get out there and make some moves. <laughs> put, your, wow. put your muscles to work. And um, that turned into you know, becoming very popular around the Michigan area. And then not too long after that, um, I believe it was 1989, the, she started franchising out the company. And as of now, um, we are at about over 350 franchises, United States, Canada, there's some in Ireland. Um, so we're definitely growing here in the Dallas area. We have uh, five locations, McKinney, Carrollton, Garland, South Dallas, and North Dallas. And the point of having the multiple locations is so that obviously in a place like Dallas or Dallas Metroplex, I should say, um, there's so much traffic and things like that. (laughs) So serving our customers, the best way to do that was to put several pinpoints across the area to, to service them with a lot of trucks, a lot of men, and not have to worry about like if, uh, you know, someone has a move in Frisco and we were coming from South Dallas. Um, you know, obviously, we, we we try to make sure it makes sense for our customers and for us that we make it easy on everybody. Well, they certainly did for us. And it's interesting to hear that story because it, it definitely feels like a local business. I had always assumed Two Men in a Truck was local to the Frisco or at least Dallas area in any time mm-hmm. I'd seen the trucks around and things like that. So it's it's you've done a very good job of of keeping that that local kind of hometown feel. It's definitely important to us. Um, You know, all of our franchises are independently owned and operated. Um, The owner that I work for, he also owns several franchises up in Michigan, Colorado. Um, He's heavily involved in the company. He started out as a mover himself. Um, His name's Kyle Norcutt, and um, he stays involved, making sure we keep that small town feel um, we'll never get too big for our britches. <laughs> we like to make sure that everybody stays humble, works hard, and does what we need to do to help our customers succeed. Um, 
so it's it's a really great company to work for, and I just love. Um, that's why I started working for the company three years ago. I moved to Dallas from Naples, Florida, and uh, you know I saw the ad for the company, and they had their core values listed in the in the ad, and I thought that was so interesting because normally you don't see that kind of thing. And reading through the core values, one of them is. Um, the grandma rule, which is we treat all of our customers the way we would want our grandma to be treated, which <laughs> who can argue with that? It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. So that's, it kind of sold me right away. I knew that it would be a great fit. Went for the interview with the company. Um, they felt the same way I did. And now three years later, here I am. So I think most of our audience is going to be interested in learning a little bit more uh, about moving with you in the move process from a residential sure. standpoint, but do you guys do other things as well, or are you just residential movers? No, we definitely were full service moving company in the fact that um, we can pack you, we can move your home, whether it be an apartment, a condo, um, you know, a large house. Obviously, there's a lot of beautiful, huge homes in the area, and we, we've been happy to move um, many of them, all shapes and sizes in different parts of town. But um, people often um, don't realize that we move businesses and that we also uh, go long distance and out of state. So we have all the licensing and insurance and um, things of that nature to make sure that um, we can take care of our customers, whether they're, you know, just staying here in the Metroplex or they're moving far away. So um, that's really great. And it's fun for our guys, too, because they get to see the country. You know, it's not just moving boxes every day. They get to travel around the country, helping our customers move from one city to the next. Um, So moving people forward um, in every way, shape and form. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, if you're a local business and you're moving locations or something along those lines, two men in a mm-hmm. truck can help you out there as well. So, but let's go back to the the residential side of things. Um, uh-huh. uh, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, moving is a very stressful endeavor. Um, sure. Even under the best of circumstances, it just it, it completely throws you out of your routine. There's a million and one things to think about and a million mm-hmm. more that you're going to overlook until the last minute. So mm-hmm. do you have any suggestions in, in all the experience you have with all the moves you've done uh, that two men in a truck have done that any suggestions or advice for people on making moving a little less stressful? Yes. I mean, we get the calls all the time. Like you said, no matter when you're moving, why you're moving, moving is stressful. And so with our experience, we want to make sure that we take the stress out of everything that we can for you. And I think where a lot of people trip up is that they take off more than they can chew right away. They don't kind of make a game plan. Um, You know, you want to make sure you're going through your house, kind of making an inventory, whether you're writing it out, taking pictures, um, because people just sometimes just say, well, we're taking everything. But, you know, when's the last time you opened that little closet in, you know, the hallway by the guest bedroom? You don't know what's in there. (laughs) You probably can condense, donate, get rid of, throw away, um, you know, give it to another neighbor or or something like that. There's so much that people... um, Thinks that they need to bring with them when in reality that they can probably scale back and it'll make your whole move so much easier on you. And then when you get to your new home, apartment, house, you know, business, you're not saying like, holy cow, why do I have all this stuff? 
try not to move the stuff with you to the next location. Obviously, you know, the important things and the things you love and cherish, we're not telling you to get rid of everything, but um, we definitely let people know, see what you want to get rid of first before you move it. And then obviously moving with kids is a whole nother ball game, depending on their age and things like that. It's very hard, especially if they're changing schools or, you know, moving away from friends. You want to make sure for your sake and your kids' sake, you're making the move easy on them. So um, kids just want to have, be involved and feel like they have a job when you're moving. So whether it's on moving day where they can maybe get the movers some waters or um, have the kids do those last minute checks, getting down under the um, the cabinets in those cabinets way in the back where no one seems to be able to reach and um, you know, having the kids go through that stuff and be like, mom, I found this bowl and, you know, it might be grandma's bowl from a hundred years ago. So, and it makes them feel important and like they did something great if they can help, you know, with those little fun tasks. Um, also moving boxes are super fun for kids. So whether you use them beforehand to let the kids, you know, build some forts or color them, like they're cardboard boxes, let the kids have fun with them, um, you know, have them color them, um, label them. That's a huge, huge thing is people often mix rooms or um, mix cabinets. They just kind of get frustrated and start throwing thing every everything into one box. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you know, you want to make sure everything's labeled correctly. So when you get to your new home, you're like, I can't find anything. We all of our boxes have places for you to label them. Um, you know, organizing is such a huge thing now. There are companies that will come in um, and you know help you pack. Obviously, we we do that. We can um, we can pack for you. Um, we have all the materials. We use high quality materials, and that is a, another big part of it. You want to make sure you're using good quality materials. You're not going to behind the grocery store picking up some old banana boxes for your your uh, dishes. <laughs> yeah, that was fine when you were in college, but not now, right? Right. You you don't know where those have been, what bugs are, are nesting in those. <laughs> Just go ahead and do yourself a favor. Get some nice clean boxes. Know that they're safe and dependable, and that way you can label them, and you're not going to feel gross with them sitting in your hallway um, because let's be real. The hard part is unpacking. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, packing is I wanna, a lot easier than unpacking. It, it can be. I, I want to hit on one of the things you mentioned early on, and that was um, my word for it is purging. But when you're preparing to move, getting rid of things that you don't really need, haven't used. Wendy and I went through that in our, in our move, we downsized to a place that's half the square footage we're very happy that we made that decision, but a big part of that was uh, a very conscious effort to get rid of a lot of things that we just didn't need, never used, mm -hmm. um, things that had just piled up over time that, you know, because you have the space, you tend to just store it, um, mm -hmm. and moving is a great time to purge that stuff. Now, I will say, unless you have the right uh, mental approach. Purging can also be a little stressful and a little difficult because there's this tendency to look at things and say, okay, but I might need that if, but you know, the rule for us was if that, if hasn't happened in the last year, it's probably not going to happen for a long time. <laughs> so just get rid of it. Yeah. And I tell you, once we did everything in our lives just feels so much lighter. 
um, great. the mental space that that stuff takes up is incredible. So yeah, that is a really good piece of advice for, mm-hmm. for distressing a little bit. Cause you know, moving, no matter what the situation you're moving is, it's always going to be a fresh start. So there's a lot of things that purging and decluttering before you move into that fresh new space is so good for you in so many aspects of life. So, yes. <laughs> so, that's uh, that's how to take some of the stress out of the move. But another piece of that that you hinted at was being organized and labeling boxes well and and organize, you know, keeping your boxes that are part of a single room together and not mixing mm-hmm. boxes too much. Um, what other recommendations would you have for people that are in the process of packing? They're going to do it themselves. Um, and, you know, you want to be as prepared as possible so that when the movers show up, all they have to do is load the truck, maybe wrap furniture, right. things like that. And I know I, I, I got to believe that you show up at homes a lot of times and people have probably, you know, they're halfway packed, right? They think they're oh, done, yeah. but <laughs> they're really not there. So what are the things yeah. that you would recommend that that we can do to be as prepared as possible for the movers to uh, to show up on that moving day? Um, for sure. One other uh, huge packing tip is the smaller the box, the heavier the item. So obviously there are moving boxes of all shapes and sizes. We carry them all. Um, but so if you have, you know, a bowling ball, you're not going to put that in a big, huge box. You want to put that in a small box because once you start putting things, heavy things in a large box, nobody is going to be able to carry that. Or if they do pick it up, it's going to break and that's not going to be fun for anybody. So (laughs) make sure things like books and records and, um, you know, papers, papers get heavy quick. Those go in small boxes. That will make your life so much better. And then big things like pillows and blankets, those actually go in the large boxes. Um, But like I said earlier, making sure you make a list. Don't leave it to the last minute. Uh, Obviously, I know it's hard. Everyone works. You know, people have kids. Life is hard. You don't have time to to get those things done. So take it one step at a time. You know, depending on when you're moving, you know, tackle one room a day or one cabinet a day, um, you know, one thing a week. So that way, when the move comes, you're not like, oh, my gosh, I am not ready at all. And and start with things that you don't use all the time. That china that sits in the cabinet that everyone uses on Thanksgiving and the holidays, you can go ahead and start packing that up. (laughs) You're not going to be using that um, very often. Um, and also to keep everyone involved. Um, obviously, sometimes it's it's easier um, to take on things on your own. Um, a lot of people are detail-oriented and think that they can just do it on their own, and sometimes they do, and that's great, but it becomes stressful for everyone if they can't find what they're looking for or if you get rid of something that they need. Um, you you want to make sure you're keeping everyone involved the best that works out for your family um, so no one's feelings get hurt, that old teddy bear isn't thrown away that meant something to, to somebody. Um, and just, you know, we have some great checklists on our website, twominutinatruck.com. Um, you know, no, even if you're just thinking about moving down the road, a lot we get so many calls from people um, that say, I have not moved in 20 or 30 years. I don't even know where to begin. 
So if you need to call us, we'll be glad to kind of walk you through those initial steps on here's where, let's start here, let's walk room by room, talk it out. Um, And obviously it's our job, so we think it's interesting and we have lots of different techniques and ways to go through it. Obviously, um, if you're just talking to, you know, your neighbor or your, you know, sister or something, they're probably not going to find moving very interesting to, to talk about and might not have some some of the ideas and things that we do. So, um, yeah, calling us or going to our website, twominutetruck.com will be a great start for anybody. Okay, good advice. Good advice. One other thing I would throw out there, and this is loosely related to something you said earlier about the size of boxes. When we moved, we focused on using almost exclusively a single size box. In a couple instances, you need something a little bit bigger. But yeah, we we went out of our way to try to, as much as possible, just use a single size box because they're easy to stack and organize and you know when the guys come they can just kind of load up a few of them on the on the uh the dolly and and cart them out to the truck and it mm-hmm. just made everything nice and symmetrical and even and that fits my type a personality very well i love it <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so. another thing on boxes is that you know we sell them all but also we'll deliver them for free um obviously we know some people have cars that don't fit, um, you know, large amounts of boxes and always start with more than you think you'll need because it will add up quickly. Your things, what looks like one way in a cabinet or on a shelf, once it's in a box, you're like, okay, wow, that, that, you know, I have five boxes full already and I only bought so many. So start with more and then, you know, someone, you know, is always moving. And also the great thing about us, we'll buy back any boxes you don't use. So to save yourself the trouble and all the trips to, you know, anywhere, just go ahead and get a bunch. Um, We also can walk you through, you know, kind of the square footage and let you know how many sizes, how many wardrobes, how many things you'll need. So that way, you know, Um, so you're not, you're just saying like, I don't know, just give me like 50. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's huge because even after all of the purging we did and we got rid of tons of stuff when we moved, um, mm-hmm. we, we sold and donated the vast majority of it. Um, even with that, I think we still used around 135 of the small size boxes. Um, oh, wow. Which that probably sounds like a lot, but I'm telling you, if you're in a, a three or 4,000 square foot house, you're going to be shocked at how many boxes you're going to need to pack up all Definitely. that stuff. I was going to say, we could have gotten away with a, probably a smaller number had we used some bigger boxes for some things. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe kind of keep that in mind. But, you know, I went into this expecting that we were going to use 125 to 150 boxes. And, um, you know, it was kind of right in that number, which sounds like mm-hmm. a lot, but it, it you'll fill them up quick. Yep. <laughs> you always have more stuff than you think. Like I'm uh-huh. saying, those random closets and, um, you know, under the bed will trip you up. So (laughs) be prepared. Very good. So, okay. Um, I want to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you and find you guys. uh, If they're thinking about a move, whether it's, it's within Frisco, a home or a business, or if you're, uh, moving, you know, into Frisco and you happen to be listening to this, or even we hate to hear it, but if you're moving out of Frisco, people want to reach out, they want to talk to you. Where do they, where do they go? Um, our website is a great place to get started, twomenandatruck.com. Um, that will um, let people pick whatever location is closest to them. Um, 
you know, whether it be they're moving their office, their home, whatever. Um, and also if you're moving to another state or, you know, you're listening from another state, going to twominutetruck.com will, is your one-stop shop for anything you need. You can also request a, a excuse me, request a quote online. So, um, that way you can kind of put in an inventory and it sends it to one of our customer service reps and they'll kind of do a quick estimate and call you and then go over it with you. So we know people work all different hours and, and things. So our website is, is really great. Um, it also, you know, goes through, um, you know, our boxes, what boxes we have, um, our, we have reviews listed on there, um, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We also have, have all of those. Um, here in the, the Dallas Metroplex area, we have several locations. So we have a Facebook page, Two Men in a Truck McKinney, for all of you Frisco people. Um, hopefully one day we'll have a Frisco location, but right now our McKinney location is the one um, servicing that area that's closest and the easiest for Frisco people to reach out to. Okay, good to know. And you know, I think for just for people's reference as well, you guys are a part of the Frisco Chamber, and we see you around Frisco all the time. So your office mm-hmm. might be over there in that other town. I'm not going to name them again, but um, <laughs> but yeah, you're you're definitely uh, you know operating here in Frisco and and doing a lot of moves here as well. So we'll make sure we link yeah, all that we, stuff up in the show notes too, so that people can easily find find you guys. Yeah, we're heavily involved in the um, Frisco area. Obviously, I mean, there's just so much growth happening. Um, We're loving seeing so many amazing companies move into the area, Um, just so many great people. Um, Obviously, all the apartments that are coming in, um, it's kind of an apartment city um, right now, the whole Metroplex, just because, you know, there's kind of a housing shortage, but there are some amazing houses being built. And I know amazing houses on the market left and right here. So we just love Frisco. We love the Frisco Chamber. We're so glad we were able to meet you all through that. We've made some amazing connections. Um, it's just such a valuable resource for us, even as a business. Not, I mean, we we find people that we can use for our customers or ourselves through that chamber. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's a very good organization. We've been happy to be a part of the chamber as well. I have one last question mm-hmm. for you before we go. Sure. Um, the... Uh, the t- there, there are different times of the year when uh, I would assume moving it peaks or it's higher, more of a, a peak time for moving. So what are the times throughout the year? And then I would assume that on any given week, the weekends are probably always the busiest. But um, is there any benefit to somebody trying to do a move during the week? instead of? On um, yeah, certainly. Uh, before I got into the moving industry, I had no idea that there was a moving season. Um, And for those that don't know, it's um, basically spring and summer. Um, As soon as the weather is warm, kids are out of school, that's when people are moving because it's easiest on everybody for the most part. Um, Here in the Dallas area, it's a little different than, say, if you were in Minnesota, Summertime is probably the only moving season. <laughs> You're not going to be moving when there's <laughs> ten feet of snow on the ground. Um, but yes, here in Dallas, we're we're very very busy during spring and summer. We stay steady year round. Um, yes, of course, weekends are the first to fill up. So if you have limited availability of when you're moving or when you can move and you can only do that Friday or Saturday, um, be sure to call in at least like two weeks, if not um, 
it's not further from your move date because um, that's going to be easiest for you to pick which you want because we fill up, you know, we're kind of like hotels. Um, the reservations are first come, first serve. Um, and if you do have the availability to move during the week, we offer a lower rate on Mondays through Wednesdays because um, a lot of people um, you know, don't move on those days. And to service our customers better, we, we offer that lower rate for those days where people do have the flexibility. Um, during the winter, um, like I said, winter here in Dallas is not so much of anything. We just get some nice, a little bit cooler. Um, but a lot of companies actually move at year's end because that's what's easiest for them. And during the holidays when their offices might be closed for a week or two weeks, that's when they move their offices. So um, it was something interesting I learned coming into this industry as well. I had no idea that that was um, such a popular thing to do. So if you're a company and, you know, needing to move in the in the later part of the year, um, definitely try to get that booked up. And obviously, you know, we're closed for certain holidays and days and things like that. So don't leave things till the last minute. <laughs> if anyone takes anything out of this about moving don't leave it to the last minute. It's just going to make yourself more stressed and you want to just have it be as painless as possible. And that's what we're here to do to make sure our customers are just happy and content moving into whatever new place they're moving into. <laughs> All right. Well, Carolyn, thank you very much. Again, we were super happy with the job you guys did for us. So we're more than happy to get out there and, and recommend that people look you up if they're, if they're planning to make a move. Two Men in a Truck, Carolyn Chenoweth, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very and much. You bet. And for all of you out there listening, thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week on the Frisco Podcast. <laughs>